are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, episode 28, Beyond the Bleachers. I am joined again by the illustrious Moses Waldo. This man has dug through, you know, the uh, the, the, the ore of uh, the Chinese Bengal Mountains. This man has uh, been to the White Hills of Dover. Uh, he actually helped William Shakespeare write a few of his sonnets. Uh, gave him a few critiques, annotations here and there. Uh, he is the guy who was sitting in the room in the back of the, uh, uh, you know, uh, the the Project Manhattan group. Uh, so you know, yes or no to him in terms of nuclear weapons, he might know a thing or two. I'm joined with the illustrious Moses Waldo. Moses, how are you doing this week? Yeah, good. Just yeah. like the bearded one, having a fantastic time. Just like the bearded one, having the time James of Harden. his life. James oh, yeah. Harden. Yes, we have. To I don't get know about. That. I don't know about any good clubs though. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in Brooklyn, they might not be open at the moment. But listen, still, listen. Um, you know, James James Harden. We definitely have to get into this because this guy has now. You know, he's leaving a community. He's leaving a Houston. Um, with 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 you know school fees that will no longer get paid, uh, with with car insurances that won't get paid, with rent, and by that you you may be talking about you may be thinking about the staff at the Houston Rockets, you may be thinking about the men and women who put their time every day for that organization, but no, I'm talking about the ladies, the beautiful, the you know the ever independent ladies at the various uh, establishments. Uh, around Houston, Texas, that will be missing the um, monthly monthly Adidas checks that uh, get disseminated <laughs> because none of these guys actually use their paychecks from uh, from the NBA. That's used for retirement if you're smart with your money. But yeah, James Harden uh, has left, ladies and gentlemen. He is uh, he's packed it all, uh, and he said he's done. You know, and uh, by that we mean he said he's done, done. Um, so what we got from that was a a very interesting. Um, uh oh, that's the wrong one. What I was trying to do was this one. <laughs> that's the first transition. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one coming to a getting to a, a great start. So yeah, James Harden ended off his season with the Rockets in a, a very spectacular fashion. Moses, uh, as we see here, uh, he definitely decided that it was important to. I guess, get a lot of things off his chest. So talking about the organization and, and how he felt disappointed in it, um, and even going at, you know, subsequently the rest of his teammates or at least the organization for how they handled things. Uh, it was very, you know, sullen and, 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 and cold and, and harsh. And I think even um, getting notes from DeMarcus Cousins after that as well, just to reiterate, like, the breakdown of this organization, or at least the the friendship or, or, or the coalition between these guys. It seemed like the Rockets were set to at least contend again for the Western Conference, make a playoff berth. You know, the, having two new additions in DeMarcus Cousins and John Wall seemed like, and a, and a new coach in Silas helped to seem like there could be uh, a possibility of Houston actually making another deep playoff run. You have two... Uh, three all-stars, technically, um, all together, but it was not meant to be Moses. Instead, we got him all the way in Brooklyn. So what are your thoughts, Moses? What this, this is huge. What are we thinking? Well, he got the trade that he wanted. Now he's got to step up. And the thing is, uh, he's no longer the man. It's KD's team. 
uh, I'm wanting to know how the dynamics are going to work, especially with Kyrie Irving, MIA, right? For sure. Uh, I, I think that's going to be uh, an interesting uh, trio. Um, I think the two uh, that I mentioned uh, previously before Kyrie, yeah, those guys are going to get along great. Yeah. Oh, uh, those, yeah. They played in OKC. They know one another. They respect their games. And you got two prolific scorers. Uh, I think they're going to be fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kyrie is going to be interesting to see how he fits into the new role now and adjusts because right now, all we know, uh, the only thing that we know that's constant with Kyrie Irving is that he is inconsistent. Yeah. Um, not so much his play on the court, but what he does off it off and, court, yeah. and how he reacts. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people say that he has like a bipolar disorder or whatever mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it may be. Uh, but I think... Uh, that unpredictability, his comments towards Steve Nash, really kind of just blowing Set him by. Even he's a two-time MVP in yeah. a Hall of Famer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't mess around with, with the pedigree he has. Mm-hmm. Um, the respect level he had when he was in Golden State as well with KD when they won the chips because he was an advisor with the Warriors. Uh, he he helped just, institute with him, Luke Walton, and a few of them because uh, he came. Yeah. Sorry, just to interrupt. He came from the seven seconds or less uh, Phoenix Sun system. Uh, which was 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 pushing the ball uh, up the court so, yeah. as quickly as possible and shooting. And that's another reason for uh, I think a guy like James Harden who would enjoy because he also was coached by Mike D'Antoni, exactly. who was the birther of, of the seven that seconds seven or seven less. Seconds. Exactly, yep. it all comes full circle. So everything makes sense in terms of this move for for James because of the organization he's coming into. But again, yeah, like you said, Kyrie Irving and his place in this now. Uh, is going to be quite interesting, you know. Charles Barkley's already highlighted it as the, uh, the 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 instead of the Splash Brothers, it's the the Dribble Brothers, uh, because you know you have Kyrie and James now, both ball dominant guys. You know they like they like to shimmy shake. They you know they like to 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 get get the guys dancing before they they take a shot. So it will be interesting to see how they the formation comes together. But even before that, Moses, if we're even going to get to that point. Uh, we need to talk, like we said, about Kyrie's antics off the court. And the latest one was, of course, uh, this was the obviously the, the, the video is going to play uh, originally, guys. You don't, don't worry. 2021, we get this thing sorted. But uh, he was... Uh, is that Kyrie there? He's not wearing Kyrie a mask? not wearing a mask, enjoying himself. You know, one would have thought that this was a video taken uh, maybe two, three years ago because that would... That would at least give him, you know, the grace to say, "Hey, guys, listen, this is this isn't a, yeah. yeah, you know." But this this happened this week, you know, full fully aware of the fact that we are in a panoramic, you know, um, not even just that. That his job, it, I think, that's the biggest issue. Is more so he understands his job. He gets, I'm sure, he gets emails. I'm sure he gets uh, communication from his organization about the 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 seriousness of of isolating oneself and of course also making sure you're checking in on time for practice uh and because of this you know not only did he forget or not forget but not tell the organization where he was but it came to be that everyone plus the organization had to find out where he was on via instagram i mean uh sad to say that someone i guess inadvertently snitched on him but they didn't know I, I mean, I, I would imagine everyone there at that, at that party was thinking, wow, this is so nice of the Brooklyn Nets to allow Kyrie Irving to be here for his sister's uh, birthday. Come to find out. 
But uh, I think Kyrie has a little bit of a communication issue here going on with the front office. And because of it, unfortunately, he has been fined $50,000 for violating the NBA's uh, health and safety protocols, of course. Um, and then because of the fact that he missed that Denver Nuggets um, sorry, uh, your, your game, he forfeited at least $816,000 in salary. So this is a huge, you know, knock on him. And this is another, you know, I, I mean, a notch on the, the belt of who is Kyrie Irving? Like, what are, we what are we supposed to get from this guy, right? Because, of course, he is a superstar and he does know how to win championships. Mm. But it seems like this guy is getting in his own way more often than not. You know, what, what, are, we, what are we supposed to take from this? Or should we, are we throwing Kyrie out? Do we just not care anymore, Moses? Or... Or is there still hope left for this guy? He's still an amazing talent. Like, there's there's no doubt about it. But it's it's really trying to get into his head and understand who can talk to him. You know, like a, a Phil Jackson type of player who can get the best out of a guy like Metal World Peace. Yeah. Dennis Rodman. For sure. You know, there, there, there is a, a certain moment in leeway where you have to say, okay, well, you know what? We will give you some of that that that, that runway. And especially the, the better you are as an athlete... Uh, the more eccentric you can become because, you know, they can tolerate it more. I just don't know yeah. where this is going to go with Brooklyn. Uh, I think um, there's something more. I think he does have some issues and then that it should be, you know, they'll try to figure out because they invested so much money. It's a win now but, situation. They lost. But I heard, yeah, but more. I heard some, yeah, but I, what I heard, because when you look at, um, when you, when you will look at Kyrie Irving and the money that he signed for. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'll just kind of, uh, give you an idea, um, of, uh, what they're, they're spending on them. Right. Yeah. Uh, for the four years that they signed them. Uh, the thing is, the, are you saying at four years? Yeah. I'm just trying to get the exact number 136 yeah. million over that. Right. Over yeah. 136 point five, or close to 136.5 million. So yes. he's averaging a little over 34 million per season yeah. for four years. Yeah. Right. That to the Nets, even though they might not necessarily get any production out of him if he's going to be kicked off the team, if he, yeah, leave of absence, whatever it is. Okay. It's still money well spent. The reason why I say that is with no Kyrie, and this is, and you know, and it may, it's a valid point, and I've heard this before time and time again, no yeah. Kyrie, there, there, there would be no KD. I, yeah. I mean, K, KD was the, he was the, uh, the, the the golden calf, right? He was, he the, was the guy yeah. that the, the Nets were going after. And they knew if they needed him, he needed a side partner. He needed a Robin. And it just so happened Kyrie it's was out of his contract friend. with Boston. He's from the area. He wanted to come over there. And it was, yeah, exactly. They knew each other. Good friends. These best, guys. Best uh, friends. Yeah, there you best go. Friends. So an opportunity for to persuade KD, instead of going to a place like New York, why don't you just go, you still have that New York lifestyle, but you're playing for a better team in Brooklyn. Big bond, So yeah. I think that was the, the idea was Kyrie would be that piece that would um, pretty much solidify Kevin Durant going to Brooklyn. And now, you know, it's tough. You still want more out of K. you know, $136 million for four years. That's still something, you know, it's not, it's not, their minds. it's not, no, but but at the end of the day, they, they wanted KD, and this was going to be the end result. Because it's not like they didn't know that he, mm -hmm. by he, I'm talking about Kyrie Irving, uh, yeah. acts this way. He yeah. does have, 
you know, they call he's very, uh, the, the phrase you hear is mercurial. Like he's a guy that just, he's unpredictable. You never He'll know what you're going to get. very moody. <laughs> you never know and what you're going to yeah, get. Yeah. And, you know, some, so I, you, you got the player that you wanted. Yeah. You got KD. Uh, you, you're starting to see um, him getting back to, you know, what KD was. You throw in a guy like James Harden, you got a legit chance. And if you can just get Kyrie Irving to sit still. Uh. Now you're now you're asking a lot, <laughs> <laughs> but if they can just, even just brief moments, even if it's like two seconds, but I mean if they can get him to yeah. just you know just go out there and play basketball mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the way he can, mm-hmm. yeah, the Nets have a chance to take the NBA title for sure. Yeah, and I think it's going to be fun. I think the Nets definitely vaulted themselves into the category of Eastern Conference champions at the very least. I think they will do. Uh, they will be in the Eastern Conference uh, Finals. The thing is, right, because, you know, KD is also on a very big contract. He's making about $34 million this year. Uh, you have DeAndre Jordan, who is on a vet minimum, but it's also still taking in a lot because of the fact that he is the number one uh, center. I've said, I said this on Twitter uh, just before. You know, my guy, Jared Allen, uh, Karis LeVert, I feel for those two because those really were the uh, heart and soul. They, they made up them, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, uh, Levert, uh, Torin Prince, these guys made up the actual, you know, the, the, the Brooklyn Nets that we know and loved, right? That, that as they were ascending, winning more games. Oh, yeah, that was a fun season. team to watch. Beautiful, fun team to watch. D'Angelo, Lo, uh, D'Angelo um, as well Russell. on there, Russell yeah. as well. So now that they hold, you know, at this point, Moses, the squad itself, that's essence of the Brooklyn Nets that everyone was falling in love with has now been, you know, destroyed. They they have a lot of big contracts on here with uh, Kevin Durant, like I just explained, but as well as uh, James Harden, who's also not on a new contract, but in the, this is an existing contract with uh, that he got with Houston, and really really heavy contract that you know he still has a player option, I think, in a year or two years. So if they can't show and prove, you know, what's to say that <laughs> James Harden doesn't just say, you know what, it's too cold in the winter here, you know, I I, I, uh, I think I liked it nice, uh, nicer back back west, you know. There's no, you know, tie to him. I, the only thing is the fact that he needed to, he wanted to leave Houston and it wouldn't be a bad idea to play with KD again because he's played with him before. You know, I outside of that, what do I really see out of this team is that they need to challenge for a championship now. They need to be looking at the Lakers right now or, or you know, just disband this whole idea. But now you are looking at a Kyrie Irving who does not seem right now in the zone because I agree with you that, like, managing someone like that might mean, you know, you get a Phil Jackson who understands a, um, you, uh, a Meta World Peace or a, or a uh, Dennis Rodman. But... You know they don't have the, any of those guys. Who they have right now is is Steve Nash, and Steve Nash is the type of guy who will say, you know, I'll give you your, I'll give you your 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 just prudence because number one, I'm also a first time head coach, but number two, you know, uh, I the way I I would imagine uh, he they're they're doing things even with Mike D'Antoni there on the squad is to try and make people feel comfortable. They have superstars, and everyone knows how to manage these superstars but also ask of them to be responsible and then to push forward for something. That, I think that's really the approach they're taking. You know, be, take responsibility for, for your team, for your actions, 
and for the future of, of, of what you your your career. If you want another championship, then take action for it. But Kyrie is not showing me that right now, and I'm kind of a little scared. I don't see them actually, you know, winning a championship. Maybe not this year. Maybe next year. You know, if they can iron things out, because KD alone is a walking bucket. This man will get you to the promised land. He is he is the only guy I know who can do what LeBron James does for a team. To be perfectly honest, you know, uh, for what I saw him do at OKC when they first made it to the finals, I I had a feeling. I knew I was like, this dude, this is a, this is something different. This is something different because. Um, being that inexperienced, your first time in the finals ever, um, and having a team that, you know, remarkably is one of the greatest, I think, starting fives, I think we've seen in the last 10, 15 years of the NBA. Uh, you have, what, every, all, three of them all making fine, uh, MVP status, and, um, and at least the five making the, the finals, finals appearances across the board, playoff peer appearances, um, across the board, as well as uh, all-star appearances. So this is a very strong team that they're starting with. Brooklyn, I think they can do it. You know, KD knows what he's doing. But Kyrie, man, I don't know. We got we to gotta keep monitoring on him, but I don't think he's going to really recover off the, from this. It, it seems like he's just too far gone, to be perfectly honest. Or, or the responsibility he needs to take needs to come with it. You know, the, enough with this flat earth stuff, man. Come on, get back on... I think the he's real or right oh is he? Yeah. Is he Moses? Yeah. <laughs> is he? You know, this so sage was okay, but this You're cool with the sage? I'm cool with the sage now. I listen, if he wasn't even here to do the sage, Moses, that's the problem. <laughs> At least be in the arena to do the sage. That's all I needed, right? And then I can say okay. I can validate this guy and say, okay. He's in, his heart's in the right place. He's definitely here to try and win, and he wants to win now. Outside of that, I don't see it. I don't see it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say on that. Uh, but then moving on. Oh, Moses, yeah, continue. What did you have to say on it? Oh, I got nothing else to say. You had nothing else to say on it? All right. No, no, no. You fact. know what? So, Kyrie, we hope, we hope you, you find maybe you were looking for Sage or something. We hope you find the, the appropriate one. Come back to the league because, you know, a lot of... A lot of people had a lot of money riding on you right now. Well, the Nets. There's <laughs> a lot of money riding on the Nets right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, they're the only team has got a lot Oh, of money. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so let's move it on to... Uh, kind of makes me happy as a Celtics fan. <laughs> you invest yeah. as much. Yeah, you, Although, yes. it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> you got Okay, no, don't... You guys spend a lot of money. Don't ever act like you didn't just give, give uh, Jason Tatum, like, the bag. Oh, I got no problem giving yeah. him. No, I'm just saying with Kyrie. Ah, uh, yeah, you. What he's asking for, like in turn, like in the environment, I think not as talented, no. but like Kemba Walker was a, a better acquisition. Oh, for sure. Works well within the system. For sure, as well as he doesn't just decide to go off on like jaunts or 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 missions or you know make statements to say I just don't think I like the coach. He might, you know, this is a Brad Stevens who's only been in the league what effectively as a head coach the last four or five years, right? A he, little bit longer than that. A little bit long. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, he, he was there before like Tatum, and that was, he's part of that rebuild. He was part of the rebuild, but effectively... So, right after Doc left, he came in. Yeah, but effectively he's... I mean, and I mean, when he did come, he was still second or third in command, right? It was only until recently... No, he actually oh, got he, hired. He like, got hired, no, oh yeah, as the yeah, head. He, yes. he came in right after Doc Rivers. He You're was right. the guy because he had a great college career with... Yeah. 
uh, with Butler, mm-hmm. and they brought him over. So yeah, he exactly. was there prior to, and then you know slowly started developing the team there, and they they given him a, a long leash Danny Ainge has. Oh, for so. sure, for sure, and and I think Danny Danny gets it right every once in a while. Danny, like I won't lie, he got it right. He got it right for two thousand eight. So you guys get a pause for that. Uh, well, he, he he can't make those trades, but what you're willing to give up. Uh, yeah. What I've given up a lot for Harden, though. Like, that's the thing. Because there's some guys who are just like, ah, mm-hmm. I don't want to necessarily give up. Like, Marcus Smart, I love too much. Yeah. But again, that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to give him up. He'd be buried soul. underneath the parquet floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I think he wants to live and, and die in um, in um, Cleveland. I mean, not Cleveland, but... Uh, Boston. Boston. So, you know, good for you on that front. Um, to transition, we just had a quick one uh, with the NFL. So, yeah. Moses, you had a great week, a great, great week. Ladies and gentlemen, we have, you know, the victors, you know, are the spo- the spoils are, are divided between. Uh, the Cleveland Browns did that thing. And after all the, the hmm and a hawing, not knowing if they were going to make it, we had said last week that, you know, it'd be maybe a little bit of a, 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 a reach, a stretch to see the Browns make it past the wild card stage. But here we are. The Cleveland Brown, your Cleveland Browns now are making it in with a Sunday game against the Kansas City Chiefs, which yep. is a very big gulp, very very big gulp. Uh, but Moses, congratulations! You guys really did that thing, and a few other teams as well proved themselves. You know, the 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 Ravens and uh, Lamar Jackson made sure that people understood that yes, this is no curse. He is a in fact. Um, ready for the playoffs, and he's not just a regular season spoof, you know, by demolishing the Joe Flacco curse, man. That Joe Joe Flacco Flacco curse curse is gone. It is gone. They finally won a playoff game without him. There you go. And that's all you needed, right? And it just just goes to show that Lamar Jackson is an elite player, and I look forward to that. But let's get back to how your Browns took apart this sad, the saddest Steelers team I'd ever seen uh, field fielded i think in the last what seven eight years uh this is a team like we had said previously had gone 11 and 3 in the regular season so this should have been a uh should have been a, a pretty easy game for them you know i mean uh, you know things like the this is the browns is the browns the browns moses this is the browns the browns browns right isn't this the browns browns you know, we had uh, Juju. I'll ask Juju. Yeah, Juju. You know, he came up. He 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 did his dance. He did his Corvette. Corvette. You know, a, as a as a final uh, passage of a, a rite of passage, is almost as a, a a a dance you do for those you are going to defeat in the future. Too bad the hex was reversed, and uh, these guys were playing like ass. I mean, the first I think ten minutes they get a fumble. That gets converted into a touchdown. What's going on? <laughs> what? Oh, I, that was the that was the greatest thing. I, Christmas I, is a little late, but it's awesome. I, when I saw that, I said, "Oh, oh, this is oh, this is a game game. <laughs> it's, it's a game game." Um, but it, I mean, you know, they did try and claw back for the most part. But yeah, Moses, what was your what do you think your your not what was your your take on this game on the on the last week with all these wild card games? What do you think? Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, I was uh, happy when we jumped out to a 28 nothing lead, and uh, it, was, it was truly amazing on so many levels. <laughs> I really did love it so much. Like, you have no idea. And then I just, and I just kept playing this the whole time, man. Oh, uh, he, had, he, had a, he, had a, he had a song, Gone Away? 
Oh yeah. Oh now. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yes, people. Mm, mm, mm. This is uh, a tribute to uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Um, thank you for the motivation. The Browns were the Browns. Corvette, Corvette, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Juju, for keep sure. it coming. I want the trash talk, more of it. Thank you, sir. The motivation was splendid. Yeah. I really hope you get more TikTok followers. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot more flack after this is fantastic. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's see. So we don't get the flack. <laughs> but yes. The, uh, yeah, just, just keep calling us what you want to call us for every time we meet with you. In the regular season and playoffs, that happens too. I, I that think, was fantastic. I think that what the the beauty of that game, though, what I appreciated the most is that it spawned an actual like a, a legitimate rivalry. I think that you guys will have now going into the next three to four years. Juju's not going to be happy with the way that he, uh, the way that Cleveland sort of you know made fun of him, and I think that's gonna that's gonna burn a fire in him, and either he's gonna stick with the the Steelers next season and try and 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 uh, really make a uh, a point, you know, if they yeah. see you guys in the playoffs again. Um, but if anything, I'm just excited for this rivalry that was created. So thanks, Corvette, Corvette. Um, the Bills also did a did that damn thing, you know, um, killing it, taking them, taking. Uh, I think they who do they beat? Uh, was the Colts. yeah nobody remembers because it was, it was that the easy. Colts. No, it wasn't. They had a big lead against the Colts. The Colts yeah. came back. Uh, yeah, Colts, you know, Colts it might have been the last time we actually saw Philip Rivers on a football field. Yeah, oh. it was. A, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't realize you loved him that much. Like no, you, it's you okay. Like, you like him that much. Okay. No. Um. Yeah, it was a close game, but kudos to the Bills. They uh, they came out. The defense did what they needed to towards the end. Uh, it <laughs> seemed like the refs were trying to help the the Colts trying to get a field goal to send it to overtime. Yeah, right? it looked it looked a little a uh, little wonky over there. They kept uh, giving these guys a few more things here. Uh, we of course we had the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens took care of the uh, Seahawks. It was a uh, it was a, a display, if anything. Oh no, not the Seahawks. I'm lying to you. Who did they go against actually? Uh, oh, I'm so sorry for this, people. I they did they did beat. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Who cares? Who cares, people? I do know that the Seahawks got smizzity smacked, smacked, smacked from uh, the, the LA Rams. And now that was an interesting game to watch because we had a lot of back and forth between the uh, the, the front line of the, the Seahawks as well as uh, LA Rams. Um, and it was, it was just a uh, back and forth that that happened prior to the wild card game where the Seahawks were talking uh, uh, about what the uh, about giving them their what was it uh, aforementioned t-shirt their cigar their hat because they they felt they had already sealed it in for their division and of course they were making it to the Super Bowl eventually um, you know a stock difference when Aaron Donald and the rest of the LA uh, Jalen Ramsey actually you know Whenever there's an opportunity to speak uh, or, or trash talk, this guy always gets in front. And uh, he also offered them, um, you know, not only their T-shirts, their cigars, but also a uh, one-way ticket to uh, to Cabo. It seems to be, Moses, now, this is the new sportsman-like thing to say. You know, when when they know you're not going to be making it to the next round, you know, you, you say, you know, enjoy, enjoy Mexico, enjoy Cabo, you know, uh, I think the Clippers have spawned a new a, a new form of of of, of uh, you know just nagging you know just saying hey man 
have have fun. Have fun. We're out here still playing, you know, <laughs> for the for the real thing. Enjoy yourself. Get your cigar, your t-shirt, you know, go get on the jet ski, you know, watch matter of fact, open your phone, watch us play because you're not going to be here right now. All right. And you won't be here for the rest of this year. Uh, beautiful. I loved I loved it. Uh, it's sad to see that we won't get DK Metcalf in uh, the playoffs because I think he would be someone I want to see in that situation, you know, give his all. Uh, and of course, maybe show us a few, uh, you know, run backs, tackles. I think DK could play every position on the on on the field essentially i just want to see if they were going to try do some trick plays get him in front you know line a scrimmage him maybe throw him the ball or maybe get him you know yeah you know pass him the ball then he's throwing it he's slingshotting it over you know all of a sudden russell is is popping out off the right side oh it would i i listen i'm thinking next season if they can make it past these guys we're going to see a lot of that uh, but yeah, very interesting wild card games. I'm excited for the, the, the next round, Moses. This Saturday, Sunday is going to be packed. We're going to get a lot of action. Are you excited? I'm sure I can see it in your eyes. I'm sure he's a little scared. We'll see what the Browns do. And on we go, you know. Uh, we'll have to see if these guys can, can survive another week. Um, but then to transition, let's. Uh, the last thing we'll get into is uh, in the EPL. So the British government... Um, has now urged players to stop hugging over COVID-19 fears. If you like to take a look at your boy Havertz over there getting a real... Or is that Mason Mount? No, nope, Mount's over there. Havertz over there getting a nice little squeeze in. So that's one thing I don't think a lot of people have actually taken into consideration is the amount of hugging and, and uh, celebrations that do go on in a lot of these sports games. And it wasn't a big deal before because you assumed... Well, at first, everyone was in a bubble, so it was sort of controlled to s somewhat. But now... That you know the bubble thing is not really a, uh, a in effect in a lot of these sports where they are able to do you know uh, travel and people are going to other people's homes and things like that. But of course, within the respect of being personally responsible for themselves, but I think uh, it's it's deterring a lot of people in England thinking that uh, they're seeing a lot of this touchy touchy feely feely on TV, and I think. It's making them jealous, Moses. What are you? What's your take on this? <laughs> so okay, so you can't hug your teammate, no. but yet you're you're willing to go into a sliding tackle and meet contact you with bet. the opposition. You bet. Listen, okay. man, Shawcross knows what needs to be done. So does that mean I can? So is that does that mean we can see, say, like Lacazette start hugging William or something like that? Yeah, like, I, I'm just curious to know. I'm just wondering. I'm asking because <sighs> that's not a problem because yeah, you know no. how there's close contact with opposition and. Yes. You're, you're cold. So I, I don't know. I just find that interesting just because isn't like your te aren't your teammates, your cohorts essentially. Yeah, for sure. For like sure. That's yeah. That's what it comes down to. So mm -hmm. I, I don't see how that is a problem. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm again, I, I don't know what goes on when they're off the pitch, yeah. but I'm curious to know how many of those cases that have hit a lot of those uh, clubs um, that we've seen um, in, in recent days and weeks, in the uh, in the Barclays Premier League, yeah, that um, a lot of those cases, positive cases, were were a result of not so much what happened in the training uh, training pitch, but like they were out, um, you know, out and about. They, I don't know if they're yeah, exactly. Were they just did they get come in contact with someone or just so happened to be? I'm not saying they're going to the grocery stores. Like I don't think they need to go. To no, the yeah, 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 but yeah, no. but you know they. 
they could be out somewhere. Yeah, no, for so sure. Does, does that have an effect on uh, on how they are? So, like, I, I, I don't know. You, all you could do in these cases is, I think people got to realize we're going to live with this thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's like it's not going away in the sense like it's the flu. I think how we handle it is going to change, and that's going to be that's going to be great because once you know you talk about vaccines, other uh, other medicines, whatever, um, you know, we we won't look at it in the same. Uh, magnitude years down the road because um, with with science and technology that w- we'll be able to to hone it in that's much like you would have any other flu right yeah so if you got coronavirus oh, okay well whatever here take this right? yeah no, yeah, you'll be fine for sure um so i i think it's not it's not going away a hundred percent is what is what i'm getting at mm-hmm. so uh we just got to learn to uh, live, live with, with it, it and understand it serious moments here not trying to trying to take away from it but uh, I think in this case, I, I don't know if hugging is really going to prevent it because these guys spend a lot of close contact and yeah. they're also training. They're yeah. getting in close contact. They're, you know, running into each other. They're man marking, um, yeah. you know, so you're, you're, you're going to go in and tackle. For you're sure. going to put an, you know, an sure. arm on a player to, to push off the ball. Yeah. I, I just I, don't see how yeah. hugging is going to prevent, and, and you're concerned about that. Maybe the people who are coming up with these rules don't really hug their families. And just <laughs> like I don't know. I, t- I honestly, I do, I do agree with that. And that, like, I felt like it was coming from a place of, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any of that, so no one else is allowed. No to. one should. No yeah. one should. If no um, one's loving me. No one's gonna love exactly. you. Exactly. You know, like to, and I mean, it was the, the, the mental gymnastics was about, you know the fact that these guys are all, you know, there's a new strain in the UK right now, of course, that they have mm-hmm. to worry about. It's uh, a lot more contagious, supposedly. And there's um, also another South African strain, but apparently... Listen, hey, come on, y'all. Yay. <laughs> Why are we... Then, Can you... Our, our, our South African correspondent... Yeah, 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 listen. Hey, guys, we, we don't know what's going on, okay? We don't know who did this. <laughs> We didn't ask anyone to come, okay? These guys are just in a house. Now, now, <laughs> coughing, coughing, yeah? sneezing, sneezing. Yeah. It's not my fault. Corona was looking for a vacation Corona and it found it. Found it. Yeah, found yeah. <laughs> it. You're welcome, world. But of course, you know, the, the, the bigger issue for them is that they think, you know, as a, the, a lot of these players are also foreign internationals, there will be a lot more travel in their schedules, what with UEFA as well as also just international breaks. And uh, not wanting to spread the variant uh, further outside of the locus is probably a thing some people are concerned about. I don't think in this aspect, because like we said before, there's also a lot of protocol that the players are following within their teams as well as the, the league itself. And other leagues are making sure that they abide by it because it's all being governed you know, by a public health versus you know, the FA associations, respectively, to, to try and make sure that this is as safe as possible. You know, their, their biggest thing is to get fans back in the stands, and they don't want to set themselves back from getting closer to that fact. We're already at the point now that we have, you know, sport, there's, there's, they, they pepper the fans in the clubs, and you can see it looks a little better, but not what we're looking for, right? The atmosphere, the real, the real performances we get from a full stadium, um, a full arena. So that's the aim. And I don't think any of these clubs are trying to hamper or, or go back. None of these clubs are, are uh, dipping out on a Tuesday afternoon to go for their sister's uh, birthday party at a nightclub, not wearing a... You know, these guys are serious. They're not They're not just saying, I'm not putting on a, a mask. And I'm yeah, they're, and they're yeah. also not making $34 million. They're all... <laughs> listen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> they are also they not good money. Making, they're getting paid well, but good money, but they're not making not, not 34, 34 million a year. But yeah, you know, that's neither here nor there. You know, again, Kyrie, we sorry, we're sorry, but not really sorry. Um, but yeah, I still the, like Kyrie. Yeah, I still like Kyrie. I still like I Kyrie. Hey, man, I tried Uncle Drew, okay? It's not that great a film. But hey, you that boy can move. <laughs> that boy got... The residuals. That the residuals is going to get from that. Yeah, movie. there's like 13 cents every time someone streams Uncle Drew on Apple Music or Apple TV or something. Yeah. Uh, he gets a ding on his phone. It's like, hey, man, someone else. It's <laughs> like, yes, my influence is growing. Uh, yeah, but, you know, that, sh- that, is, that wraps it up for this week, episode 28, ladies and germs. Um, thanks so much for listening in, watching in. Uh, we are back again, of course, 2021, back with a vengeance. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, all those things. Um, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Moses, is there anything else you wanted to add? I think we should be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily have anything on the go except for Everyone. some great football. Yeah. I think ev- there's great football this weekend. It's going to be fun to watch. you got the Bills, Ravens, Packers, yes. and Rams are going to be going on. Watch and it. you have the, the Chiefs, Browns, and the Saints and Bucks part two. Yes. So yes. it's be very, very fun to see how yeah. everything turns out here. Yeah, that's going to be a very interesting, uh, very interesting weekend. Very great for, for sports. Uh, Moses also Moses is out here uh, on the national stage of Canada. This guy's presenting sports now. Um, so guys, if you can, you know, check it out on um, on the. I guess it's the. What was it? Where, where can we check you out on the app? Uh, online, right? As well yeah. as on TV. Yes. So yeah, it's got it's gone from listen guys. here in Calgary, doing okay. Toronto, yeah. Montreal. It's just like, you know getting it's opportunity to f- expand the brand and and the exp- the. Uh, they eventually, you know, covering national you know, news, international sports. There as well you go. Great. There so, you go. You know, this is one step to that. And, exactly. You know, being able to partake in an Olympics, or World Cup, whatever it may be uh, down the road. This and is the, just a step forward to it. Uh, so I'm certainly excited for it. Uh, I was going to say something else that was interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, I plan to sell fit tees. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> on my Instagram page, okay, yeah, because uh, I got to capitalize this as much as possible. Get, get the get the revenue. And in, so of course, we, yeah, of exactly. I, I, I need some of that stuff. There you go. There you go. Stuff. There you go. Strike while the iron is hot. That's important. It's important to do that. Uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, you know, I was just reminiscing the other day, Moses. Uh, I was I was I was out on the out on the town, not on the town, but just in a park somewhere, park bench. Sat down. I uh, brought my coffee and a and a book, and I was reading to myself just some soliloquies, you know, some some beautiful pieces um, from artists. You know, don't worry, various, you know, anonymous, right? Of course. And uh, and I remember a time. I just had a flashback to what a glorious time it was when um, a certain Paul Pierce was, you know, he came for a retirement game against uh, who was it? It was it the, was it the Cav- Cavaliers. Oh, and boy, oh boy. Did my boy LeBron James just notch it? One, two, three. Broke this guy. You know, the, 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 they, they lost, of course. And it was also made, made apparent that they were not going to win, you know, by any, any, any span, shape, or manner. You know, I'm pretty sure LeBron James was on the bench by the third quarter. So that was a memorable, that was a very memorable uh, evening. But in all in all, I, all I wanted to conclude from that, because that was an experience, not even just a moment, but 
an experience with which we can all agree that Paul Pierce just wasn't shit. So uh, outside of that, Moses, you know, I hope you have a great week. I look forward to seeing you next week, and I hope everyone else enjoyed that story. Why do you got to keep dogging <laughs> my guy, man? Come at me, Paul. Come at me, man. One of these days, you'll hear me. And you, yeah, we'll talk it out on like a yeah. podcast or something. Yeah, I want to see how you would react. You'd probably be crapping yourself too. I would crap myself because I'd be like, <laughs> he seems like a real dude, bro. He's like from, is he from Compton? Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. mess with that. But I, I would Inglewood like to, good. yeah, but yeah. you know what? I'll slander him. I don't care. If I Inglewood or not, I'll slander you, bro. You are, you ain't shit, bro. Okay. All right. The hate. The hate. <laughs> it lives through me. All right, everybody. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Peace. This podcast is a Collab House production.